Oi, oi, oi. This again? Hello and welcome to 28 The Things Later. Bow, 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 bow. It is wet Thursday, February third, twenty twenty-two. It is four oh three in the afternoon, and we just watched John Carpenter's The Thing. We are sinking into the frozen lake that is the month of February. Everything outside is blanketed in crusty sparkles. Yeah. Um the bus is hard to get on and off because there's so much slurge. It's pretty fucking treacherous. Yeah, it really is. Uh, today, we watched the thing during work hours. We did mm-hmm. a lunchtime watch. Um, I was not on the clock, slash I was always doing work the whole time. You can't prove anything, fucking Victor. Luck, luck my butt. Luck my bick. Luck my bick, sir. I will not be subjected to this criminal abuse. And you uh, shouldn't be. Anyway, we totally forgot to watch The Book of Boba Fett yesterday, which is not what this show is about, but is so on my mind, and I cannot uh, get it out of there. Anyway... Uh, we were too engrossed by our uh, main purpose to life, watching The Thing. Watching 1982's day. John Carpenter's The Thing. To this time, while watching it, Jam, you folded zines. Yes. How many did you fold? 64. And we don't want to do the math on that, but that's... Minus per zine ratio, if anyone's like a total astronomo at that. That's like it's like a, it's like a zine and a half per minute, I think. Doing just some rough guesstimates. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely over one. Uh, yeah. Anyways, moving on. I can't do math. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we ask our benevolent editor to throw in the stinger for the segment? Yeah, dun, dun, dun. promise. It's time. And uh, it's right, time for a regular segment. <laughs> Jam, how are you today? I'm doing okay. I did so many things this morning. Yeah, you did a lot. What did I you do? Rode the bus to the print shop, and I printed a bunch of scenes. Yeah. Actually, first, I uh, ransacked all of my uh, stuff that I've ever printed from to see if I could find this one piece that I like called Slice of Life. Slice of Life? Yeah. But um, I eventually found it. It took a really long time, and uh, I'm proud of myself for uh, not panicking. And Hell yeah. Yeah. Now I have a bunch of prints of it. I'm proud of you, too. And then I went to the fucking T-Mobile store. Uh-oh. T-Mobile is the bane of my existence. Um, but, I mean, they were nice. It was fine. But <laughs> but it was a hassle. Okay, if you are getting new home internet, do not get T-Mobile internet unless you have a T-Mobile phone number. Or you want really cheap, fast internet. 
But don't do it if you have a different fucking phone provider because they won't. The only way that you can pay your bills is by going into a store and setting up auto pay. This episode is brought to you by Verizon Wireless. Verizon Wireless now featuring Ultra 5G in your area. Check www.verizonwireless.org today to donate. I'm not talking shit. They were really nice. And uh, one of the guys who was working there, his small child came in to visit him and was really excited. And That's... was like, ah! And then slipped and fell on the floor. We were all like, oh! <laughs> but she was fine. <laughs> That's really cute. I didn't know It was about so that. cute. Um, there was another... Th- oh, t- it, that, is a, that is a pretty shady business practice that they require you to have a fucking um yeah and they just try and fucking get you over onto theirs and i'm just like no 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 i don't care Mm -hmm. and and i and i hear that and i understand that and also i from what i i don't have t-mobile cell service though from what i hear it is pretty good in terms of coverage in terms of service and in terms of price not saying you should switch obviously just telling you the facts that I know. The only reason I don't want to switch is because I uh, have had really a terrible time in the past trying to get internet companies to turn off and stop billing you or like to switch the name to a different account. They just don't want to do it. Oh, yeah. It takes like a quarter of a year every fucking time. (laughs) Absolutely. Institutional inertia is... Uh, ever prevalent, ever present, and and that's why I'll never change. That's why I'm a loyal Verizon customer. <laughs> that is, it- it's fucking impenetrable. <laughs> that's why you are committed to remaining the same. Anyways, how's your day? Uh, my day is fine. I had two meetings today, and I wrote up a thing that I think might no longer be needed. Um, so that is good. And <laughs> I'm happy to be using my time in this way. There we go. Ha ha. Hello, everyone. I have a voice again. I'm sorry. And we're back. We had a short audio stop down there, and it won't be edited well because Chromis has no arms. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> if he had arms, he'd be a much more effective editor. His tail is pretty good at grabbing. I agree, but he's doing literally all of it with his tail. And editing is a is a two-handed job. Yeah, there's not a lot of grabbing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I think you were talking about your day. Yeah. I've been I've been working uh on I was going to say on the railroad all the live long day, but that's probably not good to say anymore these days. Oh, well, here we are. Um, I've been working. I have my work computer next to me right now. Hopefully Victor doesn't listen to my podcast. Hopefully he's looking at you through the webcam going, yeah, look at this star employee. He can't see me through the webcam because I put a post-it over my webcam. Hell yeah. Fuck you, Victor. Go to www.eatmyassvic.org to find out the whole story. Well, now we're here. Yeah. Um, How long have we been recording? Let's see. 
Eight minutes. We have so much time to kill. What did you notice on this watch? <sighs> Who's your MV guy? I guess, I mean, my MV guy is really um, Copper. Your MV guy's Copper. He was my MV guy yesterday. Yeah, he's great. That nose ring, uh, somebody got to the blood. The nose ring is so far back on his nose. Yeah. Like it's so close to his face. Do you think it's real? I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like it has to be. Otherwise, they would place it in a more... Uh, typical spot. Maybe they just uh, did it in a different spot back then. Maybe. Maybe back then nose technology was just different. <laughs> That's very possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's fucking great. Uh, when he puts that little like uh, like baklava with the O. Baklava. You know, like the you pull it over your head and there's a big a big circle in the middle that your You're little face in pokes honey. out. Yeah, you're covered in honey, <laughs> and you're wearing a parka of, uh, what's it called? The dough? Uh, phyllo. Phyllo dough, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the line, when they find the first burned remains, and they're like, is that a man in there? Copper's the best. He's I. He's a good MV guy choice. Yeah, My, he's gotten two MV guys now. Yeah, he's a he's a two timer. He's a front runner. My MV guy this time was Nalls. Nice. Maybe we're at war with Norway. <laughs> I nailed the timing on it perfectly this time. Maybe we're at war with Norway. Not just then, but when we were watching the movie. <laughs> I also nailed it then. I'm great at everything I do. You're nailing it right now, baby. Thank you. Uh, Keep it nailed. We, uh, Nalls is an interesting character because he he starts the movie as the, the roller skating cook who's just like hanging out, doing his own thing, kind of having a good time, seemingly. Yeah. He's the one that seems like he's maybe having the most fun. Yeah, because all he's doing is cooking. And the other guys, they're also morose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, and Nalls is, like, he seems to be younger than everyone else. I also had that impression. Yeah. But I'm bad at telling people's ages. Yeah. Uh, but then, after... Is it after Fuchs dies? Uh, we... MacReady and Nalls go up to MacReady's shack. And they, Nalls and MacReady go up to MacReady's shack and they. Uh, Nalls finds a piece of ripped clothing that has MacReady's name on it and he suspects that MacReady is the thing. And so he hopes that MacReady doesn't see and then he cuts MacReady loose from the tow line when they're trying to come back to the main camp. Uh, and Nalls just. You were saying this before. He was just a different person for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he just, like, is going through stages of seemingly, like... Shock and trauma. Shock, and it seems like he's uh, maybe experiencing the kind of dysphoria that makes you feel like you're behind a giant wall, like, thick wall of glass just watching everything. Mm-hmm. What's that called? 
um, dissociation. Yeah, I feel like he's dissociating for absolutely a lot of the movie. A feeling we can all relate to, Nalls. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was just disassociating. What were we talking about? You uh, gathered a bunch of information this movie time. Oh, yeah, okay. It hurt my head so much. There has been... I have so much to do today, not to brag that I'm busy, (laughs) um, because I famously do not like to be busy. It stresses me out. But doing having to do this during the day and having to work and having those meetings, I had therapy earlier. Yeah. Uh, this is a lot. Which, Josh, if you're listening, hi, Illy. Um, What's up, Josh? <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I have I have a writing workshop later that I'm taking that I still need to write the thing for. No pun intended. Nothing. Um, and it's just a it's a busy, busy day, and I have other things that I want to do, and I don't know if I'll have time for them. Yeah. When will I go to bed? That's a good question. I'm asking. What's the answer? <laughs> um, for for the audio medium, I am staring blankly at Sam while widening my eyes and slightly, you know, kind of like an owl. Yeah. Like that. So that's when I'll go to bed, huh? Well, we learned that a bunch of other people were going to play McCready. <laughs> there are so many people. I don't want to look at it right now, partially because I don't have my phone in front of me. Yeah, don't do it. This is all, this is, these are the deets that we've got. Yeah. Cemented. Um, but also watching the, mo- trying to watch the movie, trying to look at my phone and like read the Wikipedia page and learn about the movie and also trying to stay on top of like work emails and stuff. That's so much. It really scrambled my brain and <sighs> I feel like I'm split in too many directions and my head hurts and I uh, need a nap, but I won't take one because I ain't got no time. <sighs> and the sun is going down and I want to take a walk. Uh, is any of it gonna happen i don't know stay tuned to maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow um i also uh this this viewing was my most sober viewing yet typically we uh smirk some word and drink alcohol in the evening and today all I've had thus far is coffee. Yeah, it's daytime. It's daytime yeah. o'clock. Yeah. I I considered smoking before watching, and then I just figured, I got too much other shit to do. It's going to throw my whole momentum off. That's totally fair. Thank you for understanding. Anytime. I'm all about accepting different methods. You know. Mm-hmm. The movie's still good. The movie's still good. Like, I was so excited about watching it again. We were talking earlier about how there's no... There's no things that you're like, oh, I'm really not looking forward to that. I hope that scene goes by fast. Oh, no, I came out again. Uh-oh. I can fix it. Okay, pause it. At my back? 
Yeah, you are. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, what were we just talking about? How the thing is still good. Oh, yeah. The, the, we were talking about this while watching it. The only movie that I think I could rewatch over and over again and still get fucking amped for every single piece is my favorite movie, Mad Max Fury Road. And I feel like they got they these two movies have similar vibes. Yeah, that's very true. Low dialogue, heavy um heavy focus on the visuals and the the framing of each shot. Not that like you're not trying to frame it well in every movie, but but it looks like a comic book. Exactly. In like the best way possible. And both movies were heavily storyboarded beforehand. Like that scene where they're uh, about to couch everyone, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you can see that um, Clark has like the scalpel in his hand at the very edge of the screen. Yeah. What else is happening there? Is that when? Is that when it comes out of his? Uh... No, no. That is McCready is trying to get everyone under control. Oh, yeah, and Childs is like, well, I guess you do mean it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. At some point, we will have the entire movie storyboarded in our brains, and then uh, nothing like this will happen. Yeah, but I I feel excited to watch it again, and I feel excited to watch it with people, and I'm kind of almost... I'm almost feeling like I want to watch other things less which i'm assuming is a feeling that will change like like prior to starting i was like dang i really want to watch other movies this month because part of my whole shtick is watching as many movies as i possibly can but but now my uh the repetitive nature of my ocd has completely taken over and all I want to do is watch every frame of this movie all of the time forever. Same. Same. It's... Yeah, it just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I yep. got you. Totally. Um, but it's it's really good. I'm, I'm interested to watch the Howard Hawks version, and I'm interested to watch the 2011 remake prequel. Same. Uh, and we'll probably watch it with the commentaries. Mm-hmm. There's one from Dean Cundy. Dean Cundy, I want to talk about for a minute. He's the cinematographer. He's part of the reason why the movie looks so good. He is the cinematographer on Halloween, Jurassic Park, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, shaped the landscape of blockbuster cinema for the end of the 20th century. Incredible. Now he's working on the fucking book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Callback. I don't know how many I don't know how many episodes he's done. I think he's done like at least 4. And it like the show looks good, but it also s- doesn't look as good as the thing. Nothing looks as good as the thing. Mad Max Fury Road. Halloween. The Fog. Other Dean Cundy movies. <laughs> <laughs> like I see. There are other movies that look as good as The Thing. Maybe no movie that looks better. But there are movies that look as good as The Thing. I think that's a good compromise. <laughs> and 
but it it's just perplexed. Like I understand, you know, like he wants to, he needs a job. Probably he wants money for another home or something. Who Carpenter or Kurt Russell? Cundy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'm trying to rationalize why he would go be a cinematographer for a handful of episodes. Maybe he's a big fucking Star Wars fan. Maybe. But Lots the, of people like Star Wars. I agree. I'm one of them. I like Star Wars. I like the Book of Boba Fett enough, but I don't... To me, it's so not... There's, like, I feel like he... He... I don't know. I gotta look at his Wikipedia page. Or his uh, IMDb. But I just feel like he is of such a higher caliber than the Book of Boba Fett, a pretty... Not generic, but, like, pretty middling Star Wars outing. That's the weird thing. It's, like, you can get really awesome people to work on these things, but, like, Disney does not seem to be putting very much into it, like, creatively. Yeah. I think you're... Oh, I'm gone again. Fuck! Last time. It's okay if it's a shorter one this time. Yeah. I feel weird. Thing. What do you mean? Oh. I forgot to pause it. <laughs> I'm sorry I've made your editing job harder, Chromis. That's okay. He can do it later. I'll be sure to uh, make your mouse extra juicy this time. Ugh. Okay. Um, Lots of mass water. Well, on that note, Jam, is there anything that you want to plug? I finished a zine today. It was good. Oh, wh- oh yeah. I, w- I meant to do to talk about that earlier. When, uh, where can people find said zine? Well, I'm gonna take them to Quimby's like next week, and uh, a lot of my zines are also available at Space Oddities and Wolfbait and Bee Girls. Those are all uh, locations in Chicago. And if you're outside of Chicago, you can go to www.patreon.com slash wormyorchids. Or you can get it on my Etsy, which is uh, uh, wormyorchids art. So like the same normal handle, but art at the end, because I wasn't consistent about branding yet. Oh, well. Alas. I've had that account since 2016, as it tells me every time I look at it. Bum bum bum. Bum bum bum, thanks for the data. A better year, 2016. <laughs> 2016 was six years ago. Well, that about does it for us today. I've been Slapdash Williamson. And I'm gonna go play Animal Crossing. Beep boop. Hmm. The snow and the guys, the guys and the snow. Pum pum. Pum 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 pum.